0: announcement the revolution will not be televised i repeat the hemp revolution will not be televised welcome to the hemp revolution podcast the global hotspot for the buzz and the can of biz hear the secrets of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules innovating business and changing history forever immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game now here's your hosts James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez
1: What's up, guys? Sonia Gomez coming to you from Denver, Colorado. This is another Rock Your Socks episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast, where we are sharing and telling the real story of the cannabis and hemp industry as it is barreling into the future from the perspective of the business owners and entrepreneurs who are pioneering the way that we are seeing this industry unfold in front of us. After all, it is the fastest growing cash-rich industry in the world right now. Uh, The buzz of the biz is certainly taking over the mainstream, and I'm really super excited to be able to share the real sauce when it comes to what it actually takes to succeed in this space. If you are a person looking for products that you can depend on to deliver the results you're looking for, check us out at medicalsecrets.com. And if you're a budding entrepreneur or an established business trying to break through the glass ceilings and brick walls of this industry, have no fear. Check us out at theemeraldcircle.com for the resources, relationships, um, and any of the tools and tips and tricks that you need to succeed in this space. Today, we have an incredible guest, you guys, a fellow publisher and educator in this space. I'm sure he has more up his sleeve than we will even find out in only one interview. Our guest today is the founder of MJ.com, Culture Club VIP, CBDDeals.net, and ThePot.com. We are going to be diving deep into what it actually takes to succeed and how we can leverage our most important resources to build and grow an incredible audience who is begging to buy your stuff. Put your hands together and help me welcome our good friend, Len Giancola. How are you doing?
2: Hey, thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. I heard some great things about your awesome podcast and I'm honored to be a guest.
1: Well, it is a pleasure for me as well. Quick and Dirty, why don't you share with our audience a little bit about who you are, what your background is, and how you ended up in the can of Boom.
2: Excellent. I uh, I grew up in a traditional way. Uh, my parents were both corporate employees, and I did the school thing. Went to college, got my bachelor's degree in finance, and worked. Uh, got my foot in the door on Wall Street because my father was a very successful executive on Wall Street. So I worked in the financial industry for several years. Worked my way up super quickly, really ascended through the ranks. Um, And by the time I was 30, I was the youngest managing director in the Americas. I ran a $16 billion trading book uh, and dealt with uh, over 350 hedge fund clients. So I had an awesome time on Wall Street and then realized I'm making so much, they're paying me so much money, but that company's making way more money. And I selfishly wanted that for myself. Oh my So, God. <laughs> I, so, so I, I retired at a really young age and became a serial entrepreneur. So for the last 15 to 20 years, I have built and exited several businesses in a veri- variety of niches. And then over the last three or four years, I jumped into the cannabis industry, more on the online marketing and lead generation end of it rather than actually growing product. Um, I am not a cannabis expert for many years, as I just told you, but I am a business building expert. And that's what we're doing with several of the platforms we have going right now.
1: Share with me a little bit about the vision for um, your different platforms. I know that you are providing a ton of education, some direction around products, um, just it's ex- really excited to learn more about your vision and what it is that you're putting together specifically on the platforms that you have.
2: Yes. So we spent the last almost two years, probably almost 18 months developing different types of proprietary and intellectual property and testing them via soft launches over the last year. So let's just use mj.com as an example. Over the last year, we did several different soft launches to see what people wanted in the industry. At first, we launched a simple marketplace platform just to see how the name mj.com, obviously having a two-letter domain is huge with an organic term like that in the industry. And in 30 days, we had 21,000 vendors or brands or products sign up with us on our marketplace. And that was just too cumbersome. It was like people couldn't even navigate it because it was so many products. So we said, okay, we know that MJ is going to be receptive and a hit. Now let's make it more of a, I hate to use the word portal because it's antiquated, but kind of like a portal feel. So if you go to mj.com, you're going to see a whole bunch of different boxes of categories of things that we're doing to educate, uh, entertain, and locate the products, brand, services that people want to know about. Um, it really has a medical and professional feel. We're kind of staying away from recreational on MJ.com. We signed an exclusive partnership with the American Society for Cannabis Medicine, and we'll be having over 20,000 doctors, over 1,000 dispensaries, and thought leader, political and medical thought leader content on the site, which is rolling out Q1 of 2020. Uh, But right now, you can go on MJ.com and see a whole bunch of different things that we're involved in, and I'm happy to dive into each one of them as you see fit.
1: I love it. I am I would love to hear a little bit about how you guys are navigating your way through compliance. Having everything onto one platform has always been, you know, what we call somewhat of a gray area, especially when it comes to FTC and however the FDA is going to start to pull and, you know, extract things apart from one another. Um, one of the things that has been huge, especially for brands is not necessarily associating with themselves with, you know, testimony or anything that can quote unquote, be considered a claim. How are you guys navigating your way through having both the products and the education or information on the same platform? Is it, is it in any way jeopardizing the brand? Could anything be um, considered a claim, or how are you guys navigating around that?
2: No, we obviously have a very large team of attorneys that looks at everything that we do and make sure that we 're compliant with what we 're doing. We do not touch the product in any way, so we are not touching the cannabis plant in any way at this time until federal regulations are relaxed, so instead we are just providing that information or we're providing um, you know links or uh, a way to connect with the people that do handle the product We do not sell any product. We do not uh, back any sp- specific cannabis product. We're basically just educating on the industry as a whole. Right. Like I said, our, a lot of our partners are working with Congress, working with political leaders, working with the medical community, and we're staying with that professional and medical end of it right now. We're not about selling products on day one. One, those laws are federally legalized and everything's able to be done traditionally. Of course, we'll get involved in that and we're, we're set up to do that when the time is right.
1: Amazing. I love that. And I think education is probably... I I just returned from MJ BizCon. I just returned from, um, from the Emerald Cup. And being a part of this industry for multiple decades, I have to tell you that watching... Watching your baby grow up, I'm telling you, is like, it's this really, really incredible evolution of the industry where we're seeing what I'm calling the third wave of entrepreneur coming in. People who have experience building brands, building businesses, you know, have, have created exits for themselves and are now coming in to apply skill sets and know how to this industry. So in, at um, MJ BizCon, it was very exciting to see sort of the future of the industry. The present and the future really well represented whereas that the emerald cup in northern california which is true to cannabis culture as we know it from the certainly from the northwest um part of the united states you, it, at the emerald cup we saw a piece of the industry dying and another piece of it resurrecting how are you guys rep- what is your guys's position on the past versus the present moving into the future Are you covering that full story or are you staying primarily focused on, you know, the medical and scientific developments of the herb? Um, How, I guess, how broad does your content cover if somebody's looking for past or historical information all the way through to future projections? How in depth do you guys go?
2: Well, I'll answer that in two ways. First, yes, we're going to cover every end of the industry and I'll explain how in a moment. But any successful industry, whether it's, you know, uh, on its way to being mainstream like cannabis or it's any other industry, right? They have those founders or trailblazers that have been in this industry for many decades, but it just hasn't been mainstream yet. And they've been doing their thing to for the good of the industry. But now, boom, all of a sudden, it's going to be mainstream, right? The toothpaste is out of the tube. It's not going back. This is happening, right? So now you have to combine those trailblazers with that entrepreneur mindset business owner, with the big player, with the technology experts to enhance the industry. All of those people have a role in making the cannabis industry what it's going to become. So we're trying to hit on every end of that. So I'll give you a few examples. Like I mentioned earlier, we have that medical, political and professional and handled on MJ.com. You can find articles as far as just what is CBD and you can find articles about the political landscape of the industry as well. So it's everything in between. We have technology articles on there. We have everything on there. So you can just peruse through, I don't know, it's 27 pages of articles. You can have a good time looking through all the articles on MJ.com. But we also want to take advantage of the recreational market. So with vpot.com, that is going to be a recreational, stoner, fun, interactive site where people could just go have a good time. And it's not really based on education. It's based on creating a community within this industry. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be the fun and recreational interactive site. MJ's the medical and professional site. Uh, we have several of the arms and legs, but our portfolio is quite robust. And, and I want to talk about, you mentioned earlier, you know the different types of people coming into the industry a lot of these companies have had nice exits and a lot of them went public and i think too soon because just take a look at the stock charts over the last years on a lot of the cannabis stocks they all have the same graph and it's a roller coaster to go in the wrong way yeah. so we we've been approached to be acquired many times over the last year at very very lucrative amounts but it was all in stock deals mostly and i said no to all of them and thank god that we did because we would have lost a lot of our value. So we have stayed private on purpose. Um, We do have a lot of suitors that have a whole bunch of proposals on my desk right now. um, And we're not taking them because we don't want to deal with a public entity at the moment. Of course, anything can change. And maybe now is the time to do that because the, the stocks have bottomed out. But we've stayed private because we are waiting to see what all those facets I described earlier as they come into the industry. What really is the proper direction to go? And I don't think anybody knows that yet.
1: Yeah, I have to, I have to agree a hundred percent. I think that there's, you know, a lot of dust is settling every once in a while. They shake the blanket and, you know, a whole new dust storm happens and then there's a cleansing of the industry and then we evolve past it. So it's, I've been You know, watching this thing from the peripheral for many, many years, but have had my hand in it since early 2009. Um, Some may say even earlier than that, while I was having my own battles with both the medical and legal system. Um, Regardless, it has not been an easy um, trail to blaze, but it's been probably one of the most exciting things to be a part of that. I'm a junkie at this point. I'm like, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't get out. Like there's too much work to be done here. Our community was built a lot um, around a purpose. We have legalize it, don't criticize it. And before it was such a mainstream conversation, we were really getting into like the mission, right? And helping people get safe access. And we coined this term edutainment because we pulled the community together through education, and entertainment. Um, talk to me a little bit about. Um, talk to me a little bit about how professionals, whether they're on the rec side or on the medical side, if somebody has value to contribute to a site like yours, how do they engage with you, um, and you know, develop that relationship where they can be an ongoing provider of content.
2: Sure. So all they have to do is email us at info at mj.com and that'll go to our team and we will uh, gladly review or discuss any type of content they want to submit. And if it makes sense for our site, that's great. We are happy to put any quality content that is legitimate and correct and offers value to our readers on our site but we don't want commercials. So we're, we're happy to plug the site, the contributor and a byline of, you know, who this is who contributed the article. Here's their website, check it out. But I don't want an article that's a commercial. We're not about commercials. We're about that education and that experience on mj.com. And that's what we want. So we welcome any kind of content contributors, but we don't want commercials.
1: Amazing. I love that too. I, we don't do any commercials on our platform because I think that there's enough white noise out there in the industry. Um, you know. One of the things that I feel like is is a, a significant challenge for the industry is finding trusted resources and relationships that they can leverage to, A, bring exposure to their brands, but B, really to help accelerate their individual and professional growth and the capabilities in this industry. And I'm watching a lot of the budding entrepreneurs or people who are excited to jump in perhaps they have a specific skill set or a knowledge and expertise from another industry and they're just trying to figure out what their what their options are when it is to coming into this space from your perspective considering you stayed a little bit on the ancillary side although you're directly related with the content um and you know pro- projections of this industry um I'd love for you to share a little bit about your business model. Uh, I think that a lot of folks are confused and they feel like they have to be directly interactive with the plant and, or if they're an ancillary business, that it has to be like, packaging and lids, you know, something directly related. And only now are we starting to talk about publications or information or creating education platforms. That was a huge part of the conversations when I was just at MJ BizCon. So why don't you share a little bit about, if you're open, about your business model and why you chose to be in publication um, and education field rather than, I mean, a guy like you has the capability of coming in to do almost anything. Right? And, you ch- right? and you specifically chose this. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your quote unquote end in mind and why you chose this particular silo.
2: So basically, for the entrepreneurs out there that are looking to get into the industry, it makes sense to have a narrow focus on what you're doing. So if you're going to sell lids or containers or labels, whatever it is, focus on that. We had a different opportunity, we had MJ.com, the only two letter domain in the industry. So I can go as wide as I want with that and let the user data allow me to let that tell me how to pivot, right? So if I throw a whole bunch of things on MJ.com, which right now we have a whole bunch of different avenues and stuff that you can consume, content you can consume, I'm then going to analyze where the readers and users are going. What are they clicking on? What What articles are they reading? What's resonating with them? Gauge some of the feedback that they email us or comment. Then I'm going to focus MJ.com towards those areas on day two. When you have a, an organic domain like that, I can go as wide as I want. If you're just going to sell, you know, uh, rolling papers, well, you better know what you're doing with rolling papers, right? And not yeah. worry about the other <laughs> stuff, the other noise, like do what you're doing. I can do everything right now because it's the beginning stages of this. And then I can narrow, expand our focus, whatever we want to do with that. That's why we have so many different platforms in our portfolio. I don't know which one's going to hit. Maybe our culture club VIP membership platform is going to hit bigger than MJ. Maybe Vpot is going to be more resonate resonate with more users because it's the recreational side. I don't know if the medical and professional end is going to be bigger than the recreational. No, none of us do yet. So I'm making sure that I have my tentacles in everything, and then on day two, I am going to narrow that focus if I need to, or hey, I might even expand it. Who knows what's going to pop up in the next few years in the industry that we don't even we're not even aware of yet. So that's the difference between. A platform like ours, uh, as opposed to an entrepreneur like you mentioned, that's just getting into the industry, they need to have a more narrow focus, unless they do have a premium, uh, you know, organic domain type platform.
1: What was the opportunity that you saw in in publishing? I mean, I'm sh- there's. There's tons to take notes from and I get a lot of messages from people who are in the marketing space, for instance, who are like, how can I tailor what I know how to do to this specific thing? You are a stock trader, right? And, and amongst uh, many, many other things that you have bought and sold and, you know, exited and all of the things that like you're a seasoned entrepreneur um, and while evaluating this, and I'm around many people who are part of investment funds and lawyers and, you know, all the people who are, what I say, directing traffic in this space, cause they're moving the money and the resources around. Right. So I would love to hear from you. Like, what was it about? And, and share with me the story where you're like, ding, I should start mj.com, um, um, because I, I want to understand like, why you were like, I think publishing is probably the best play for me. I'm not going to grow. I'm not going to own a store. You know I could, I could do any of these things, but publishing is it for me.
2: Because it's unlimited, right? So, so when I worked on, in the corporate world, my ceiling had a limit. I was going to be this position in the company. I was going to make this general amount of money. And there was a ceiling, right? When you're an entrepreneur and you have a chance like this in an industry like this, There is no ceiling. None of us know what that ceiling is yet. I love to think biggest, is my term. Think biggest, right? People are too complacent or they think bigger than they're doing right now, but that's not big enough. So I like to think biggest. I wanna have the biggest potential possible. I wanna go for the home run, and if I get a double, that's still pretty damn good too. So so I'd like to go for the stars and then we'll see where we end up. The journey is almost all of the fun. The result is not even always as much fun for those of you entrepreneurs that are beginners. The journey, enjoy that journey. Enjoy the peaks and valleys more than the exit because when the exit happens, yeah, of course it's awesome. You get a bunch of money or whatever it may be or a bunch of perks, but you're going to see that you're going to want to do something bigger immediately when that happens. And I just keep trying to build that staircase of business successes in my career. And this one is unlimited for me. And it's not pigeonholing me, like I said earlier, into one little narrow focus where if that doesn't work, I'm screwed. That's why I have so many different platforms with so many different angles right now, because none of us know and I don't even know which one's going to take off the quickest. So I'm going for all of it right now.
1: When you when I started to pull my company together, I, I fished out my board of advisors, the folks who could advise me and direct me and be the sort of the bumpers on the um, on the bowling alley. And I think that that men, that mentorship, the industry is moving so fast that you can almost not stand to uh, stay still long enough to find the proper mentorship for you when you are getting into this space. Um, did you pull together a board of advisors or did you have a hit list of an A-team that you wanted to pull together to make sure that this was going the right direction or did you go at it alone first?
2: Um, we, both actually, uh, I like to, I like to motivate myself, but I'm also part of a group. Uh, we have a group that we call power, which means, uh, promoting opportunity while exchanging resources. That's power. That's the acronym for power. I and we, and we, we have several people in that group. They're all high net worth individuals that are super successful. They all have owned, exited, built businesses and we use each other as our board of directors. So even, you know, we're recording this today. Tomorrow, I'm actually traveling uh, to Orlando, Florida to meet with some of them and really just go over everything we have going on. And we act as a board of directors and advisors for each other. So I don't have a specific board of advisors for each platform. I have a group that I am able to rely on to get the advice I need and then I reciprocate for their business ventures as, as well.
1: I love that. It's a like the, the concept of a mastermind. So yes. yeah, so so good. I'm I'm in several and it's like my favorite thing. It's yeah, <laughs> my great. absolute favorite thing to do. Talk to me a little bit about how your guys' platforms are pushing the medical and recreational communities and and sort of helping to shape the way that the industry is succeeding and accelerating as a whole. These are, I mean, as you mentioned, these are premium domains. Anytime that anybody looks up anything, you guys are popping up. You're building a pretty massive database right now. So I'm excited to talk about the things that you have coming online here. Um, but at, at, from a core, beyond having these incredible people um, contributing to content, um, what what is your vision and how are your platforms really to helping accelerate the success of this industry?
2: Well, one of the things I mentioned earlier was our partnership with the ASCM, and what we're doing is we're we're creating a circle for the user, uh, the medical user. So let so let's just. Let's pretend that you want to get your medical marijuana card. You're going to come to mj.com. You're going to get a special discount prescription card that we're going to offer in Q1 of 2020. And that's going to give you, let's say, a 15% discount in our network. Our network includes all of the doctors. So first, you're going to get matched up with a doctor that's geolocated to where you are. You could either do a FaceTime or an in-person call, get your medical marijuana card. They're going to go over your symptoms and tell you what product that you should get. And we're going to put you with a dispensary in our network as well. And then one of my partners comes from the delivery uh, technology industry. So we have created our own delivery technology and then we will actually deliver that product to the consumer. So we complete that circle from the point where they want to get educated on MJ.com, learn about what the heck medical marijuana is and how it can help you. Then get your medical card, meet with a doctor, get the product out of dispensary and then get delivered all within our network. So we're rolling that out in the 33 right now, medically legal states. And then hopefully, obviously, nationwide as everything becomes federally legal. Dude,
1: (laughs) that's going to be amazing. (laughs) Yes, very exciting. You have so much to be excited for. I work with a lot of people. I've been manually doing that process for the last few years. And damn, that is like a mandatory thing that we need in the industry right now. People just don't understand First of all, where to go or why, right? Uh, how to effectively select? Like, a lot of folks are losing their faith in products because they pick them based off of the marketing and not because of the, um, you know, viability of the product specifically for them. And which we, is the which
2: is the worst thing you could do, especially with CBD and that stuff. There's so much BS out there. Yeah, um, and so you really need to do your homework. And that's what we're hoping that we are the homework destination uh, on mj.com for people to get true information and then make the proper decision uh, or meet the proper doctor that they need to get that advice from. This
1: is so exciting. I'm like, um, how how do people like myself um, work with you? And I know that you have, I know that you have a network of doctors and places for content contributors to go. But if you have folks Uh, We represent a pretty significant um, list of influencers and people with massive audiences and folks who we know are going to benefit from this emerging industry. And sometimes we just don't have enough resources to be able to point them in that direction. If we are influencers and we are folks who want to be able to share viable information, um, but also want to have a back-end You know, payout from our referrals or act as an affiliate. How do influencers get in touch with you and what kind of relationship can they expect to build with MJ.com so that you guys have the traffic and exposure and then they also feel fulfilled in pointing their audience in the right direction?
2: Yep, a few ways there. So we have a huge social media presence as well. Even one of our pages, I own the page at Hits Blunt on Instagram, which has 3.5 million followers. It's just a silly stoner meme page but it gets huge engagement. We average almost 40 million impressions a week. Our network averages over 100 million impressions per week uh, with all the pages that we either own, share, or uh, manage. So at that's pretty hit cool. Blunt. <laughs> Hits Blunt? H-I-T-S-B-L-U-N-T. Hits Blunt.
1: Nice.
2: Um, yeah, pretty cool. So um, we get huge engagement there. We have a lot of advertisers there. But the influencers can get compensated in several ways from us. So through MJ.com, like I said, just email us at info at MJ.com. If you want to get an influencer uh, affiliate agreement with our membership platform, that's cultureclubusa.com. And you'll see an affiliate button there. Just click on that. And if you're an influencer, we will compensate you quite nicely for working with us on Culture Club and our membership platform. Um, On vpot.com, you can also just sign up there and email us right from there. If you want to uh, influence more from the recreational side, that's cool, too. So whatever you're into, if you're an influencer that's more professional, medical or just professional in any way, I'd say MJ, if you want to be a variety of different industries, that's cultureclubusa.com, because that's not just cannabis, it's everything. And then if you want to just be a recreational stoner type influencer, thepot.com.
1: I love this. Such diversity and really covering all angles of it. Um, final, final sort of thing for me, we have a segment called our words of wisdom. And I think a lot of folks are listening to us right now because they're either in the industry and want to find out how they can play a bigger game or, they would like to be a part of the industry and have played a big game before and are trying to figure out what those next moves are. Um, We also have the patients listening in quite a bit. We have an incredible network from around the world. So shout out to you guys who are um, my product testers and users. Um, But I would love to hear from you on behalf of the entrepreneurs some words of wisdom and words of advice that we could offer to sort of raise the level of professionalism. We're a self-governing industry right now, so we all have to hold ourselves and each other accountable uh, for the things that we are doing and saying in this space, Um, and also how we are planning to succeed rather than failing to plan. (laughs) And in a lot of cases, that results in a failed venture. What would be one or two key pieces of advice that you would offer um, an entrepreneur in this space? You've already dropped some golden nuggets talking about narrowing your focus. I say the riches are in the niches. What are some other key things that that an entrepreneur needs to be aware of in order to succeed in this
2: space? I'll give you a few of these as well. So basically, every successful business, and let's start with a small business, needs three roles filled. You need to have a connector, an executor, and a backbone. Okay, so the connector is the one who goes out there. He's the one who works the room. He's the one who goes to MJ BizCon and meets everybody in every booth. And then he brings those to the executor. The executor then siphons which ones are really valuable or which, which deals are not, which partnerships are or are not, and then proceed to execute those partnership agreements or product agreements, whatever they may be for whatever you're doing. And then the backbone is the person that handles the house. They handle the books and records, the legalities, all of that stuff. That way, the other two roles can go out and do what they are best at and not worry about the minutiae of day-to-day bookkeeping. So you need a connector, executor, backbone. That's number one. Number two, another, another baseball analogy is swing the damn bat. Don't stand up there looking for a walk. Try and get a hit. That means swing the bat as hard as you can and go for it, okay? The only way you can fail is by sitting and waiting. You take a shot at something, you may have some pitfalls along the way, but you are going to learn so much that you are actually creating success for maybe a future venture if that first one doesn't hit. So that's what I would say there. And then my last one is, think of a wheel. A wheel has a hub in the middle and a bunch of spokes. Don't just have one stream of income. Create a wheel where all those spokes are different streams of income that are creating to your success for your company and your wealth, and you're not pigeonholed into one thing, where if that A to B transaction doesn't work out, you're done. You're stuck. Have A through Z going into that hub. That way, if a few of them don't work out, you concentrate on the ones that will. So create that hub and spoke model for your business. Hope that made sense.
1: That makes tons of sense. <laughs> Diversify your revenue uh, makes perfect sense. I love how you're talking about building your team and some of those key roles that you have to bring in. I think I think a lot of people start to build their team out of out of necessity instead of desire, and so they they hire in the wrong places. <laughs> um, yeah. I've, I'm certainly guilty of that. I'm like. I get to this place where you're so overwhelmed and you're like, fuck, I just wish somebody would pick up my dry cleaning so I didn't have to do it. That's not necessarily the job that you need to build the business. That's just the job you need filled so that you get your time back. Um, so build, the way that you build your team, that's such a perfect thing. I use um, Roger James Hamilton, who's the author of the New York Times bestselling book, The Millionaire Master Plan. And it lays out some really incredible tools on how to build your team, how to structure business, you know how to organize things in a way that is puts you quote unquote in flow. So I absolutely love that. For those of you who are listening, you can check out that, that book out. Um, and I cannot tell you how important it has been for us to stay really super focused, but also to create diversity in what we're offering, allowing our audience and our customers to shape the way that we're doing business and providing education. That's one of the biggest benefits I will share with you um, about building our business the way that we have is that we now have, you know, multi-million person focus group that will tell us what the next move should be rather than us being, you know, left to our own devices. What are some of the exciting things in closing here that we have to look forward from, um, to from MJ BizCon and the other platforms that you guys have? What are we going to be celebrating with you in 2020?
2: Everything is going to be on MJ.com. So uh, you know, right now, just go check out MJ.com and you're going to see all the different platforms I mentioned earlier in this uh, recording. So check it all out and everything on there will be released in different phases throughout the year. We're always updating. We're never staying stale. There'll always be new features to check out. So I really appreciate the uh, opportunity to speak with you today, of course, and for the listeners to learn a little bit more about uh, our portfolio.
1: Amazing. Well, congratulations. I think you have so much to be proud of. I've certainly been following your journey um, and leverage it as a place of motivation and inspiration for how we're impacting our community as well. So I really appreciate it. And I'm excited for our collaboration and continued success that we'll see from MJ Dot com it's pretty incredible um, For those of you guys who are tuning in with us thank you so much for being a part of our community when you like and share content just like this you are a part of our um, of our reach our ability to impact hundreds of millions of people's lives from around the world and quite literally, when you like and share content just like this, you are helping us move the needle closer to where we want to be when it comes to legalization, helping you get safe and legal access to products and also creating a massive impact. We are literally shaping the way that we are talking about cannabis inside of our families and communities. So thank you very much for being a part of our community. If you're a person looking for products, that you can depend on to deliver the results you're looking for, check us out at medicalsecrets.com. And if you're a budding entrepreneur or established business looking for the real solutions you need to break through the glass ceilings, check us out at theemeraldcircle.com. We are happy to help. Any last words, Len?
2: I am so happy to be here. I've done this with you. So happy to connect with you and all the listeners out there. Thanks again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hey guys, all of the social media handles as well as websites will be posted around this video and all of our show highlights and show notes, mentionables or unmentionables will be in the blog below. Make sure that you check it out. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting channel. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Sonia Gomez, and this is The Hemp Revolution. We'll see you guys soon.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode. We took notes on this episode for you, along with all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Get them free on the show notes page here at www.medicalsecrets.com. If you love this show and our content, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really want to help us get the message out there, please rate, review, and tell all your friends. With your help, we can continue to reach the world with our message. And until next time, we hope you join the hemp revolution. And we challenge you to dream big and love the life you live.